y'all and welcome to the fifth episode. So today's episode is going to be a little different since the past two have been kind of heavy and kind of dark. So I'd like to lighten things up a little bit today. Now the title of this episode is a fairy tale and I know that seems like a child's story but not this fairy tale even though I am toning it down a little bit this week. Now many people in the spiritual spiritual community work with the faith. A lot of people leave them shiny gifts like coins or crystals. Others will tell you not to engage with fairies because they can bring trouble with them. Whichever side of the debate of fairies you are on, they are fascinating little creatures. So are fairies real? I personally believe they are. A few years ago, I'm 100% sure that I had an encounter with one. No, I wasn't intoxicated or on the influence of any type of drug, but I would see this fairy mostly at night. And I mentioned seeing this fairy to a friend, and she told me that if I was doubting what I was seeing, I should leave out a gift for the fairy and see what happens. So one night before I went to bed, I designated a little spot on my dresser, and I left a shiny new dime and a few crystal chips that I had. And even though I was kind of excited about the idea of a visit from the little guy, I soon went to sleep. When I opened my eyes the next morning, the first thing I did was go straight to my dresser. All the crystal chips were gone, but the dime was still laying there. I got down on my hands and knees and looked all over the floor just to make sure that the crystal chips hadn't somehow gotten knocked off the top of my dresser. But, you know, I have cats, so I mean, it's possible. But they were nowhere to be seen. Maybe he or she didn't take the dime because it was too heavy. Or maybe they were offended that I left something that was only worth 10 cents. I really don't know. But I've left gifts out several times over the past two years since that happened. But I've only had that one encounter with a fairy. And I saw him for three nights in a row. And then he was gone. Maybe he served his purpose with me and he moved on to somebody else. But during my online uh, research about fairies, I found something pretty interesting um, that I didn't know about until now, um, or until at that time that I did the research. Um, I found a lot of references to fairy sightings near and around Chimney Rock in the mountains of North Carolina. Now, Chimney Rock is a popular tourist attraction. There's the rock itself, but then there's an entire village around it. There's lots of gift shops, restaurants, and other touristy-type attractions. Now, the rock itself is a 535-million-year-old monolith, and it has an elevation of 2,280 feet above sea level. You can hike to the top of the mountain, or you can take an elevator that takes you nearly to the top, and then there's like 44 steps um, that you have to climb yourself to get to the very top. Now, from the very top, you can see a 75-mile panoramic view of the Hickory Nut Gorge and Lake Lure. And if you didn't know, Lake Lure is where the 1987 film Dirty Dancing was filmed. And in fact, 
Kellerman's resort in the film was actually the old Chimney Rock Boys Camp. So, what about the fairies at Chimney Rock? As far back as a 1939 newspaper article refers to a ghostly tribe which were referred to as dancing fairies. The Cherokee says that this ghostly tribe ruled the cliffs and gorges around Chimney Rock. The legend says that at one time the Cherokee were afraid to pass through what is now known as the Hickory Nut Gorge because they had seen some spirits that they referred to as little people. Finally, the tribe's medicine man successfully passed through um, that gorge while a whirlwind hurled boulders and it basically helped him pass by the tribe of little people. Now, this account was reported in 1939, but it had taken place like way before that. And even a few years before that took place with the Cherokee, in 1808, a group of people, including a Presbyterian minister who were working near Chimney Rock observed fantastic creatures resembling humans. They were wearing all white and moving about the side of the mountain. Now this continued on for about an hour and the people who saw, who saw the, all the little fairies, they also saw a rainbow even though there had been no rain or even any clouds. Scientists explained that as a mirage. They say it sometimes happens where like you're up on a abrupt elevation looking over lower parts, you know, of the land. Now, in 1891, a professor in the area opened his front door to children pleading with him to come because they had seen people floating around the side of the mountain. Now, the professor thought it was a prank, and he sent them on their way. And then a few minutes later, somebody else knocked on his door, but this time it wasn't children. It was an elderly lady from the area. She, too, begged him to come see these ghostly beings on the side of Chimney Rock. So the professor decided to accompany the woman to assure her that there was nothing supernatural floating around the side of the mountain. But when he got there, he was shocked because he saw what the woman and children had been seeing. There were dozens of bright, magical beings flying around on the side of the mountain. They were wearing white gowns and resembled humans, but they were flying. The professor saw these beings that appeared to be men, women, and children. More people started showing up to see these celestial-like beings, and later on, people even referred to them as angels. Now, I've never journeyed to the top of Chimney Rock, mainly because of my fear of heights, but I've been wanting to go back ever since I read about these accounts of the little magical fairies that inhabit that area. But if you're interested yourself in visiting Chimney Rock, it's located in the western part of the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina, and it's only about 18 miles southeast of Asheville. Now, Chimney Rock isn't the only place that fairies have been spotted. Fairies are a worldwide known phenomenon. There's many stories out there, such of like all these encounters. I was really shocked when I started reading. I didn't think that I would find that much, but I found tons of stuff where people say they have had encounters with fairies. Now, Ireland is home to several stories of chance meetings with these tiny little creatures. One such tale took place in the 1980s. A young man says that he was walking home one night when he heard a rustle and a row of hedges to his right. He figured it was like a, hot, a fox or a badger that was out on a hunt. 
but he dismissed that theory when the rustling sound followed his every footstep. He quickened his pace, but the rustle matched it. When the young man passed a gateway, the rustling sound moved to the other side of the road. His companion, as he called it, followed him for another half mile. When the hedges on the side of the road rose to his height, it became more sparse, and it was more barbed wire than there were leaves. So when he turned to look, there was a shape that was about three feet tall. This shape had a thick waist and broad shoulders. The young man ran the rest of the way home and collapsed when he came in the front door. And his brother swears that his hair was standing on end. Another tale from Ireland says that in the 1990s, another young man that was visiting Ireland from America with his fiancée, they were traveling on a road that ran through some mountains. He spotted a white figure that he thought was a bag blowing around in the wind, but it was actually traveling up the mountain, and not just like bouncing around like a bag that's caught in the wind would do. The young man soon noticed that the figure started jumping from tree to tree towards him and his fiancée. He says that the figure was about two or three feet tall. It had a bluish tint, but it didn't have any um, features like a human. They got the feeling that this creature didn't have good intentions, so they jumped back in the car and left the area. Now, in 2010, a woman reported, and this also took place in Ireland, she reported seeing four male and two female fairies walking through a field along a footpath towards her direction. She had had other encounters with fairies, so she wasn't afraid. As they passed each other, they exchanged greetings in Irish, and they went on their way, but when she got to the very last one that happened to be a female, it got just past her, and she turned and asked if she was so-and-so's grandmother, or granddaughter, sorry about that. When the woman replied that she was, the fairy smiled and said that she should visit sometime. So that encounter was pretty cool. It wasn't menacing like the um, the American and his fiance had, but I think that was pretty cool. And I definitely would have visited with the fairies for a little while. Now, in 2018, a survey concluded that 44 percent of the 1,602 British participants claimed to have seen fairies. One person says that she witnessed an all-night forest rave where two female fairies, a goblin, and what she described as a mud man danced to tribal drums until sunrise. Another says that she and her friends saw a large gray spot on the ground ahead of them that they thought was either a large dog or a deer, but it morphed into a branch, like a tree branch, and then morphed again into two female figures. Both had long flowing dresses and wings on their backs, and they described their laughter as sounding like a babbling brook. Now, if you look on YouTube, there's tons of fairy sighting videos on there. Some of them are obviously unbelievable, but there's a lot that you could believe, you know, watching it. Now, whether you choose to believe that the existence of fairies is true is up to you. And like they say, seeing is believing. Or to quote the Santa Claus movie, the 1994 film starring Tim Allen, seeing isn't believing, believing is seeing. If you'd like to see if you have fairies around you, you can always leave them a little offering. They like shiny objects, and if you feel that you've offended them in some way, you can leave them a little bowl of milk and honey, and that usually appeases them.
Well, that's all I have for today. Don't forget to check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash 3mpodcast. And if you have like any episode ideas, comments, questions, or anything like that, shoot me an email at mysterymurdermagic at gmail.com. Have an awesome week.